I can't say anything that I can get canceled for. Girl, lie. I don't like when you say that. That's a good parenting job on your dad's part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hello, hello, and welcome back to Season 1, Episode 13 of Conversational Humor with Pun and Balrog. This is Pun across from me. Hi, guys. And I'm Balrog, as you know. Today is Thursday, April the 20th, 2023, and this week we're going to be talking about the that guy tags that we're trying to avoid at all costs. Don't be that guy. (laughs) Please remember to click subscribe so that you're notified when our podcast drops. Click the notification bell and leave a five-star rating. Yeah, we need uh, a couple more ratings too, guys. We're actually at 94, I think I checked today, between Apple and Spotify, which are the only ones that I know how to check. We're looking for at least 100 five-star ratings. 100 for sure. So if we can get the 100 by next week, that would be phenomenal. Yep. Also, please remember to share the episode with your friends. We're trying to grow the podcast, and we're going to mention a little bit about our updates on the video stuff a little bit later in our attempts to grow. For ad reads, you can hit us up. Oh, by the way, Sweet Cheeks got her second order from uh, order. Yeah, for people who mentioned the ad. Yeah, which is great because it lets them know their ads going Absolutely. to use. It helps us out. It's awesome. So if you guys want your ad read, reach out to us on the socials. You can hit us up on Conversational Humor, all one word, W Pun Balrog on Instagram. Conversational Humor Podcast. <laughs> With pun and ball. It's funny you said that because that was the first time I never said underscore W pun ball. Rock, yeah. So I screwed up the Instagram. You're slacking <laughs> on Facebook. And hopefully soon we will be on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Yep. End of April is what? Uh, 10 days. A week. Yeah. We we're got 10 we're days. starting that journey. We're, we're going to jump right into it with a random Bob Barker fact. Did you know that Bobby, old Bobby boy, you know one of the reasons why he looks so good? Uh, he moisturizes. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he also looks like he tans. He has been a vegetarian, it said, for 30 plus years. Mm, that makes sense why he's aging so softly. Not an ounce of testosterone <laughs> in that guy's blood. Not an ounce. Yeah, All no, that pea protein. Yeah, no wonder why nothing nowhere. ever came about him chasing after those models. <laughs> Poor guy. Guy's eating sea moss. Which also means that he's probably been starving for almost our entire lives. Probably. Because if I don't eat meat, when I used to do that on like Fridays during Lent, I would be hungry all day. You know what's funny is vegetarians are like, look at these two meatheads talking silly. Bob Barker's <laughs> a zillion years yeah. old, looks great look, and functioning yeah. phenomenally. Looking forward to his 100th <laughs> birthday. I'm like, come on, give me 81. <laughs> I'll take 81 and out. So also a cool thing I wanted to mention that not a single day has gone by because I can view how many people listen to the podcast every single day. We dropped our first episode 75 days ago, the wow. trailer, and not a single day has gone by that not a single person has listened. I don't know if I said that correctly Oh, so just somebody's now. listened every single Someone's day. Someone listened every single day for 75 straight days, which and is we pretty have, awesome. And we've held a pretty good average. Like, our listens are great, man. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So very happy. Thank you guys very much. And hopefully when we get the other socials up, the videos up, we're going to grow, grow, grow. But that's when the trolls start coming out. We got to be ready for that pun. Well, I already, I'm probably not going to read the comments because I just don't, I don't need that kind of negativity <laughs> yeah, in my gonna life. that's going to crush pun soul. Pun sucks. I'm going to be like, oh no. Yeah, that's going to crush pun soul. Not listening. But I saw a funny tweet actually about this that said, there's no, there's no trolls yet, but at salmon. <laughs> oh man, I forgot I typed this. At, <laughs> it's his name. At salmon ass X. <laughs> says, quote, a girl messaged me saying that I post too much and I'm ugly. <laughs> See? So I did hurt. a little digging and I found out that she works at a spa about an hour away. Mm. I made an appointment and asked her for her specifically. Sounds creepy till you hear the punchline. Needless to say, she will be waxing and bleaching my butthole tomorrow. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's so good. But I don't want to see that. I don't want, you know, it could be a thousand positive reviews and then one person goes, dude, why do his teeth look like that? And it would just shatter you. You can it say whatever you want about me. I got thick skin. I'm a confident man. Not me. Yeah. Whatever, no, I'm just not, I'm just not going to read No, it. that would suck. Don't do it. I read a tweet by Coley. This has actually been in my phone for a while. Coley Tangerina tweeted, in every partnership, there's a person who stacks the dishwasher like a Scandinavian architect. So mm-hmm. perfectly. Yep. And a person who stacks a dishwasher like a raccoon on meth. Uh, my daughters. <laughs> uh, that's kind of goes on in this household a little bit. I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier episodes. Uh-oh. But I like to say that my wife flirts with me a little bit. Sh- she'll leave me. She's into you. Yeah. <laughs> what she does, punish, she, she leaves me these little hints to do housework around the house. Little clues. Little clues. Right. And I'm like, she's flirting with me. So I'm going to just flirt back with her and not do <laughs> and it. And not do them. <laughs> 
I'm picking up what you're laying down. I'm just flat out not doing that. I saw that she was going to be home from work the other day, and I only had like 30 minutes to get the dishwasher emptied, and I was like, I'm going to flirt back, and then I was like, nope, too scared. Yeah, do it. Do it. (laughs) Uh, it. Dishwasher stuff. My daughters cannot comprehend that you cannot put wide objects on the bottom like bowls or pots and pans they they can't understand that it blocks the jets that shoot up they don't understand why the top row doesn't get done as i'm writing this down in my notepad as you speak (laughs) wait tell me how how many how many tide pods do you put in the dishwasher for balrog what i've been doing wrong for 41 years it's like how many times you got to be told You ever been in a fight with a spouse or a female that you're dating and you're just losing ground, losing ground, losing ground? Yes. And you realize the only hill you have left to die on is that you yell about how much yard work you do? No. Well, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, got me cornered of. and I'm like, yeah, well, I cut the grass. Dude, who put that mulch in? <laughs> That's right. Me. That's right. Who put I'm the mul- weed barrier down? See the edge on that lawn? We just wave the white flag and start yelling about yeah. how yard work. And then we have to go outside and do yard work yep, just to get you away. Have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Get into our appetizer section. Pun's got some track meat stuff. He's a little late today because his daughter had a track meat. That yeah. go, those go on forever. I, I have said this. This is a hill I will die on. Track is the worst sport to be a parent in because they typically space your uh, your kids' events out in the beginning, the uh, middle, and the end. And you have brutal. to stay for the whole thing. They're four hours long. Oh, man. And they start them so early in April. It's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, she it's did tough great. When there's no spring. Yeah, it's, it's really Although bad. Although it's 85 again today or 80. Um, so she PR three times a day though. Nice. Personal best three times. It what was, events? Uh, she did in the PR. She she PR'd in the one hundred, the four by four, and the four by two, four by four hundred, four by two hundred for the yeah, non-track make, people. Yeah. So three events she That's PR'd, awesome. and she was just doing all this negative self talk all week. And I've been trying to tell her, hey, you got to believe you're going to win yeah. before you can even believe. So she kicked butt. Yeah, those track meets are long, and usually they're cold. Very and and they do, and every kid wants. It's like social hour in the infield. Oh, that's where they're all it's at. It's like Flirt McGirt City out there, yep. and nobody will leave till it's over. So the parents are just like wilting in the stands. Luckily, I do have some friends who uh, are their kids are also in track. So I do have a, okay. a few people yeah, I, I had. Hang I with. didn't have much of a social life out there. I know like one parent couple yeah. that I've been talking to since my daughter was in. That's all you need, though. Second one grade. parent couple. Yeah, that's you true. Through. And I'll tell you though, what though. Of all the track meets I went to that were miserable, cold, windy, the she did one that was like a regional one, and they she did the four by four, and she was the anchor, the last girl to run. Yep. And she had like a quarter of the track she was behind. In one revolution, she caught up and she smoked the field by like an eighth of the How track. How hyped were you? That Dude, gets me so I got hyped. It on video, I'm getting the chills right now. It yeah. was awesome, absolutely yeah. awesome. But I'll tell you what, she stopped doing track this year, and I was really happy that I didn't have to do what you're doing right now and sit around for four hours, but. Let me just tell you about tennis. Oh, no. <laughs> Similar, except they're standing still with a tennis racket in their hand the whole time. <sighs> tennis is weird sport. There's a couple weird things about it. First of all, she plays basketball, volleyball, tennis. Which va- volleyball and basketball, fantastic watch. Fantastic. It's great to be tennis in the Tennis is a sport. great watch when they have a good volley. Right. But the time in between when they're just like, it's like social hour, even between the competitors. So in between matches or in between, in between points, sets? Points, in between everything. People are just walking around dribbling a ball. Like oh, they got nowhere no. to be. It's, it's just doing fun. teenage it's, girl stuff? Yeah, the, like the lack of efficiency in time is painful to watch. Is there not a time limit? Is there not a, hey, you guys have 25 minutes to complete a match? Or... There's no time limit. There's no referees. They oh, keep no. their own score. No one ever knows what the score is. Is it 30 love or 30 50? And I'm like, good Lord. How does that dynamic work? Is it like passive aggressive? Like, no, um, it is. It's 15 15, <laughs> it actually. Is. So it's a very polite sport, mm-hmm. a hoity toity sport. So when there's a disagreement, they're overly polite. They're like, you think, see, the thing is, I would never lie. Oh, um, no. Yeah. Like, you can ask Andrea M that's in my math class. I would never lie about this, oh, but no. I'm pretty sure it's 30 to 15. <laughs> or I'm pretty sure that ball was out. They, they also mark what's in and out. It's crazy. My kid would look at me and be like, Dad, can I punch this girl or no? <laughs> Dude, I got hyped on the sidelines yeah. yesterday. My daughter turns around and looks at me. She goes, Dad. Stop talking. Yeah, why does everything we do embarrass them? I don't understand. Like, I'm I'm rooting and hyping. I'm I'm ready to compete myself. Dude. I'll go run the four yeah, by four you, right what? now. What you want to do? Huh, little yeah, boy? When, you're, when you you're watching your kids smoke? compete, you get into it. I got to yeah. sit by myself because I get too over the top. I don't want to be that guy. Oh, that guy episode, right? But with tennis, it's not just that she's embarrassed of the dad. It's the politeness of the sport that you're not supposed to, like, rub the other team's face in it by cheering. It's just supposed yeah. to be a polite little right, 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 right. Little golf clap. It's the handshake after a wrestling match. Very weird sport, but it's cool to watch. I also, speaking of sports, I golfed for the first time this season last Friday. 
How'd that go? Might have skipped out of work a tiny bit early. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's nothing hits like the first time you're out in the season, especially when you live in a state, a Midwest state like this, where you have a long winter. Last Friday was beautiful, right? Last Friday was absolutely beautiful. I, I, I mean, so. we, I was wearing shorts and a polo, sweating my That's butt. It was so nice. It was perfect, man. And How'd you shoot? Uh, front nine, great. Back nine, not as great. Not so I think great. I, sh- I shot under 100. My average is probably about 95 strokes, which isn't great, but I can keep up with people Wait, that well, are good. What's par? 72. Okay, 72. So I'm way over par. Right. The front nine, I was doing great, feeling great. People who say it's not a sport, I've never felt older in my life than the back nine, and the next day I woke up for basketball. Wait, are you walking or golf carting? <laughs> What are you doing here? Why you got to call me out like that? <laughs> what are you doing here? Okay. All right. <laughs> so I'm exhausted from riding in a golf cart yeah, and yeah, swinging yeah. a golf club. It's tough ordering a dog and a beer on the <laughs> on the turn. And the next, I mean, we were we were day drinking a little bit. Yeah. So the next day I go to play basketball. My legs felt like they weighed 200 pounds each. I realized I probably was dehydrated a little bit. Are you um, a get better with cocktails or a get worse? <laughs> because I'm so bad after a couple cocktails, it loosens me up enough to where it's like, oh, maybe he's golfed before. Everybody who knows me and knows Balrog is my alter ego when i'm cocktailing knows that there's always a happy medium for that question yeah. in anything and then it goes and then it goes black. it can be golf it can be being funny it can be being you know it can be yeah. anything yeah there's always that happy medium oh before i forget i do actually have a golf thing did you see the clip of the guy they go so you can win anywhere and he goes no and they go well why do you golf he goes ah, they, they pay pretty well for 20th do you see that <laughs> yeah kevin kisner kevin I think. kisner, kevin kisner yeah. he's the man it's dude. so funny he's a quote machine actually it's so he's good. a great follow so i read a tweet by a guy named dontre lamar or it was his facebook share it said hey one like and i'll quit my job to golf every day <laughs> dontre lamar one then like. liked his own post <laughs> I like this guy. Dontre Lamar then commented on his own post and said, say no more. <laughs> so good. Oh, that's perfect. It was so good. All right, getting into our E's and O's section. Puns got, I didn't have any errors and omissions for this week, but puns got a little take on my list. These aren't really errors and omissions I got? On the underrated babes. On the underrated babes. It's more of, I want to point out, I'm the only guy in this company. I'm the only guy <laughs> at this podcast that picked three women of color andy picked zero uh, and i'm sorry what's hillary and, hillary oh, banks dang it all right but i'm sorry what's denise from the huxtables i got shoot you do you pick two okay all right all right we'll Damn, take the, dude, that's right. like checkmate so we'll, i listen i was getting ready to file a lawsuit on you my i'm man. sorry i picked a cartoon but <laughs> but you also picked a felon Lori Laughlin. oh yeah hey how's your date to the probation office going my man <laughs> conjugal visits baby <laughs> Too soon. I forgot you picked uh you picked two actually. Yeah. You delete that part. Nope, that's no, staying uh, in. <laughs> please delete that part. So if you're listening to that episode still or you want to go back and leave us a note, we can read that on air of who you who we might have missed. Oh, I did forget we we got a review from Kelly who said, uh please add clip in it to a t shirt oh, and sell merch. merch. That was great. Yeah. That was awesome. Pun doesn't even know what I'm clipping out each week. Nope, I don't. I just trust them. A lot of people actually say to me, they're like, "Do you know how often you say clip it out and then you don't clip it out?" I'm yeah. like, "Do you think that it's, I don't know it's that?" It's part of the thing. <laughs> it's part yeah. of it's part of our yeah. Shit. It's funny. Uh, Earl said that uh, Andy giggling like a schoolgirl makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> I don't realize how much I do it until I listen. Yeah, I told you my cousin Patrick always wants to be in my golf foursome mm-hmm. in my cart when we scramble gamble and we put a little money on it. Because he's like, your giggle is shit talk. It's so good. And it bothers people on the golf course. <laughs> yeah. They hit a bad shot in the hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, getting into sport. I had nothing for sports. I told Pun, I think today I texted you and I was, <laughs> hey, Pun, you want to knock the microphone stand or that television a couple <laughs> Dude, more times so I have to snip am, that out? <laughs> I am so clumsy. I'm, who put an ogre in a tight, confined I mean, space? You are in a little bit of a tight, <laughs> confined space. I can't wait till we get rich and then we can have a studio. You yeah. Know? But I told Pun, I was like, I don't have anything on sports. So I hope you got stuff because I haven't been writing this week because I've been in a rabbit hole on the video recording stuff, honestly. Yep. yep, me too. But once I started, man, I just it started flowing out of me and I got some stuff on the NFL I want to talk about. So Jalen Hurts, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, this guy was left for dead at Alabama, transferred to Oklahoma, was a rock star, yep. was drafted in, I think, the second round. But he was like the fifth quarterback off the board that year, maybe sixth. And he went to the Super Bowl. Now he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Oh, he's fantastic. 
he's he's worth every penny of this. They contract. just extended him for five years, two hundred fifty-five million, highest paid yeah player like in one, history, one seventy-nine guaranteed something. One seventy-nine like guaranteed and an average annual value of fifty-one million. So and you know what? He's worth every penny of every it. penny of he, it. He's just a, you know a straight-up game. You know changer. what I'm so impressed by is that he looks like he just ate an edible after every play. Nothing bothers that guy. Yep. Cool, he's as cool as a cucumber. You know what man. else I like is uh, you know his agent's a female. Uh, he's surrounded by all powerful women. I like the fact that his he found his agent because she straight up messaged him before the draft and was like, "Hey, what do you think about me being your agent?" And he just did it and oh, went with it. That's a- now she's the president of Clutch Sports. Wow, it's, I did not know that. Yeah, that's a huge risk it's for him. Huge risk for him, and it especially paid off. because he could have been one of those guys that gets drafted and just fizzles out right away. Yep. So, um, so like guys like that, you need to make as much money up front as you can. Compare and contrast that to Lamar Jackson, who's listening to the advice from his mom and not getting an agent. Yeah. And the guy is, he's just, he's in never, never. It's like right selling now. your house without it, without a real estate without agent. A real estate sometimes agent. it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you need sometimes those you back sued. channels. <laughs> <laughs> so can you name the next nine players in average annual salary? It's got to be all quarterbacks, right? That's what I was getting to. So I'll give you the list. All the kids out there and all the parents of kids who play football, if they want to be a running back or a wide receiver, make them be a quarterback. Wait till you see what Joe Burrow's contract's going to be. Top 10 contracts in the NFL are all quarterbacks. I'll run quickly through them. Jalen Hurts, 51 million. Then it goes Aaron Rodgers, Russ Wilson. Ugh. I forgot about old Russ. Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. Creepy. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Josh Allen already got paid. Stafford, you boy. Stafford, yep. And Dak Prescott. So yep. all of them are quarterbacks. Yep. And oh, I'm sorry. Number 10 is Daniel Jones. It was on the next page. <laughs> so what, So if that doesn't say something, if you can get $40 million a year as Daniel Jones, you can get paid as an average quarterback. This is why we probably should have, whether you believe in golf or not. Well, I guess if you believe in golf, we should have maybe got his deal done. Because if we can get that for 25 or $30 that. million a year, that might be a bargain. I think that they're going to draft somebody. We're going to get into that in just a second. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to say about the salary stuff is that the franchise tag is that I think it's the average of the top five paid at the position times 120%. For the first one. And then the second one goes up more. The uh, second franchise tag. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It, I, yeah. Because then I was trying to look at the numbers quickly. They weren't making perfect sense they, to me. It changes. It, uh, it, what you said, I believe, is correct for the first franchise tag. And then if they franchise tag you again the next year, gotcha. it, it like gets to an astronomical number. So quarterbacks. The most popular positions are quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Quarterback franchise tag is $32.4 million. Second place. Can you guess the position? Uh, left tackle. I would have guessed that too, but it's linebacker, 20.9. Really? Actually, they don't have tackles. They have all offensive linemen, so okay. it probably brings it down. That's 18.2. Quarterback's 32.4. Running back, 10 million. Yeah, which I and still... And their careers are so short. Very short, but you know it's... It, yeah, uh, running backs don't get paid anymore. They, they just don't. don't. They should, though. That, I'm going to talk about that, too. Wide receiver's 19.7 million. So moral of the story is do not be a running back. Yeah, no, and it's weird. We do this in the NFL. They don't guarantee the contracts because it's such a violent sport, and then they don't pay running backs because they don't last long when it's like hey maybe right. you should pay me more because right. i get three years out of this whole exactly thing. they need to change the salary structure because i think it's structured by what pick you are in the it draft does. it does and then how many guaranteed years you get and they just need to like double running backs yeah uh the first round guys i don't know if it's for all first round guys certainly for the top five that's the only guaranteed contracts you get is when you get drafted and it's so. the shortest position isn't the average life like four and a half years or something it's like not that? Even that it's it's just below three years i believe and if you are a wide receiver, your franchise tag is double running back. So they can yeah. double the running back salaries, add $10 million onto your salary cap per team, and just pay these guys. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's why they uh, workhorse these guys, give them 40 carries, right. and then boom, they're gone. Like, look, even Derrick Henry, how he's falling off this fast. Right. He's been around for a while, but I think that's why you're seeing more running backs that are like, I'm not running between the tackles. They learn how to catch balls out of the backfield, and they can have longer careers. But once your knees start to go, you're done. Yeah, it's over. Absolutely done. Once you Once you lose that little burst or that little cut, you're done. Last thing I'll say on average salaries or salary caps, what you should be more than a quarterback and more than a, a linebacker or whatever these positions are that is are more. a kicker. <laughs> kicker and punter, $5.9 million salary so cap. beautiful. How long did Jason Hansen play? 700 Dude, years? You can bank and never get touched. Yeah. My dad, when I was in grade school and high school, he always used to come to my games. We'd lose like 56 to 70. He's like, what you need to do, boys? You need to learn how to kick. You need to be a kicker, boy. <laughs> then you go to college. I was like, dad, I'm so yeah. glad you're such a supportive father. I mean, it's actually smart, though. So what I want to say about that is Saquon Barkley, the elite running back from the Giants, yep. he's re- refusing to sign his franchise tag. The franchise tag would be, it looks like $10 million. It might, it'd be $12 million. Might backfire, million. I guess. So. Might backfire. 
But he touched the ball 300-plus times last year. Wow. 300-plus. So if I was him or his agent, I would negotiate and say, if I'm getting the average of the top five players that are paid at the position, if I touch the ball more than that average, let's just say the top five only averaged 220. Because Kamara, for example, is high paid, doesn't touch the ball a ton. Alvin Kamara from the Saints. So they don't touch the ball as much. If I was him, I'd say, if you're paying me the average of the five guys, then I, w- I want a bonus for every carry that goes over the average amount of carries. Yeah, you, did you see? You know how these salaries get spun? Notice how I immediately jumped to, like, this might backfire on him because you said he was. You immediately get a negative connotation when somebody won't sign their deal yeah, or yeah. somebody is putting a little bit of and a he fight shouldn't. up. And he shouldn't. He should in, not. All, in all actuality, he Lamar shouldn't. Jackson also shouldn't. Same thing. He's... That guy is uh, really getting railroaded. He's, he he's getting railroaded. It's horrible. But the problem is, is like Jalen Hurts minus his legs is still a super, super effective quarterback. Lamar Jackson minus his legs is, yeah. is a bit yeah. scary. Accuracy is bad, and that's why he's not getting anything from other teams. But Baltimore just needs to extend him. Yeah. Did you know that I saw a stat that said like yards are offensive yards or output and the lowest salaries per team, and they were paying their offensive skill positions nothing. And they yeah. were top five in the league. He is the offense. He is the offense. And he's yeah. elite. But he could fall off any And day. he won an MVP. He led the league in passing sure. touchdowns one year. The guy's a stud. He can play. And when he was healthy last year, he was also doing it. He needs to go get Drew Rosenhaus and get paid tomorrow. Yeah, I don't want to butcher the stats. Um, but you can go look up go look up what Baltimore's record with Lamar Jackson and without Lamar Jackson. And that right there will justify the money because yeah. it's bad. No doubt about it. So a week from today, baby, NFL Draft 2023. Hey, how are we going to record? City. We going Wednesday? Yeah, Friday? We're, we're going to do Wednesday next week. Fr- uh, Friday's not doable. I'm clearing my schedule. Wednesday next week. Oh, man. And then it's one year countdown until the draft downtown Detroit. We're doing a live show. A live show. <laughs> yeah, I'm 100%. 100%. <laughs> we're going to be big enough that we're going to have a booth next to Pat McAfee's, <laughs> next to Barstool Sports. I can't wait. I'm Listen, I'm so excited that I might pre-order a pizza to get delivered <laughs> At the beginning of the NFL right, right draft, you, right when you hear the music, I was right. playing during our draft. Because you know you can you can pre-order pizza now yeah. if you just order online. I might just do that. I might <laughs> just leave here tonight and be like, you know, what do I want next Thursday? Right. I'm so excited for the draft. I might actually pay a handyman to change my doorbell to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> for those for those of you who don't know that noise I kept playing last week during our draft episode, that is the sound every time a draft pick or a trade comes the in. Pick is at in the NFL draft. The pick is in. That, That's that why I kept my laughing. doorbell. Yeah. So the NFL draft is great because as a Lions fan, my whole life, we haven't had a lot to hope for, but I was just thinking about it. It's like the day that you're filled with the most hope possible until your team screws up the draft. Go watch Jets draft pick reactions. It's hilarious. Lions too, though. We're going to get to that. This is how much of an inexact science it is, Pawn. The Bears in 2017 or 18, the Bears traded from three to two to draft Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Hey, that's twice we've mentioned Mitch Mitch Trubisky today, once via text and once on the pod. How rare is that? I was going to respond via text that, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's how your hopes and dreams as a fan can just get dashed. It's the difference between Mitchell Trubisky, career backup now, versus Patrick Mahomes, who's going to challenge Brady as the GOAT. The greatest ever. I did some stuff here. I put some stuff down on bust rates for picks. The moral of the story that I found out is most important position is quarterback. Quarter, no question. The difference, so I looked at stats, it's an older article, but the difference between the percentage of times the first rounder makes the Pro Bowl versus they are a bust, guess the number for quarterback. Oh, God. That make the Pro Bowl versus bust? Yeah. Uh, the difference. T- 20%? Two. Wow. 2% more make a Pro Bowl. compared. To, that means they're busting left and right. Running back is negative 5.2%. Don't draft first round running backs. No, I mean, that's kind of the rule. That's right. That's been a rule for a the while cool, The cool thing about the draft is when you get your picks right, you can win championships. Listen to this. Yes. I, I saw this on Instagram. Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks picks from 2010 to 12. 2010, Russell Okung, offensive lineman, Earl Hall Thomas. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Golden Tate, not Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Famer. Very good, though. Cam Chancellor. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. 2011, KJ Wright. Jesus. Richard Sherman. Dude, that's in 2012 Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson. They like slaughtered I three really, drafts in I a row. I really wanted us to get Bobby Wagner this year. So did I. But the Lions currently, Brad Holmes from our beloved Detroit Lions, he's he's got a couple halls in a row. Yeah, he does. I trust him. I actually trust him. Did you see what Will Anderson said today about what his favorite coaching no. staff was? Detroit Lions. Did you, how, and we're how picking can you number six. It? How can you not love us? I, Detroit, and this is not my original take. I did hear this on the radio. Um, is that Detroit is not 
not no longer viewed like yeah. hey i don't want to come there yeah nobody wanted to come here for nobody the wants time. to come here it was a place where you ended your career with yep. money now you got a guy who it, worst case scenario he was getting picked at getting picked at six would be worst case for will anderson yeah he'd lose the most amount of money and the guy vocally said detroit's his favorite coaching staff i wanted to say one last thing about drafts that can make your team to make the playoffs win championships did yep. you this is from my buddy eddie his fourth mention on the show he's catching up on the episodes though. big e big e <laughs> eddie mack he sent us a text that said how long the droughts were for each NFL team for last playoff win. Okay. These are all 10 years and up, the last six teams. Care to take a guess? Listen, you know I choke on these. All right. Add that to the questionable things I say. 12-year <laughs> drought are Jets and Bears. Yep. Then you jump up to a 17-year drought with the Washington Manders, mm. formerly the Redskins. Then you jump to a 20-year drought with the Las Vegas Raiders. Then you jump up a couple years to 22 years for the Miami Dolphins. And Last then, but not least, our <laughs> beloved Detroit Lions. The Detroit <laughs> Leos. 31 years. Numbers 5 and 6 are 12 years, and we're 31. So that was 92 The the when the Lions when we beat, beat the, the, Cowboys. the Cowboys. 91. 91-ish, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, who do you hope the Lions get? I, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, and I, they, they keep talking best case, worst case. So what's your I best mean, case, worst my case? My best case is we trade up for Will Anderson because why else did we bring him in for a visit? Um, I want to get him so bad. So bad. If he just dropped so to six and we didn't have to trade up for him, I would be doing cartwheels. I heard, a, I heard a trade proposal today that was we swap with Cardinals for three. We give up six, our first, second, and our third. Oof. We would have three, 18, a pick in the second, and then no third and fourth. I never mind being aggressive and trading up. Here's what I'll say about that. If my worst case scenario happens, I wish they would have traded up. I don't want Will Levis. So there's oh, six, God, six no. top prospects. There's four quarterbacks. Will Levis, at Levis, Richardson, the two quarterbacks we won't get, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, and then the two defenders, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson. Yep. I don't want to trade up for Will Anderson if Jalen Carter will fall to six because I'd be that, happy with him. But here's the thing. If we're only giving up a second-round pick it's true. for three to six – I think Will Anderson might be generational. Of course, you don't know. I but, agree. But uh, put him across okay. from Aiden Hutchinson. But you're talking Will Anderson A plus, Jalen Carter A. Yeah. So yeah. you're right. Maybe you don't make that trade. If Jalen Carter didn't have the character stuff and the recent stuff. He might have gone ahead of Will Anderson. I'm. If we get either one of those two, I don't even care who we right. get. I'll, I'll be okay if you take a running back at 18, if we get either <laughs> Bichon, one of those two. So I'll take Bijan. So, so my best case scenario is if we can get Jalen Carter, I don't want to trade up. But if it goes... Three quarterbacks, well, what about, two defenders, and what we're about, stuck with Levis. What about the kid from uh, Texas Tech, Tyree I would Wilson? prefer Tyree Wilson over Will Levis. Oh, And God. just wait till quarterback next I don't year. want Will Levis with the second pick in the second round. <laughs> I don't want Will Levis <laughs> you know at all. he reminds me of? He reminds me of that, that uh, the quarterback turned into a tight end for the Saints. What's his name? Oh, uh, he got paid, though. He did get paid, but he's like a, a utility quarterback. Yeah, no, Will Levis, his completion rate's like... Worse than Lamar Jackson when he was at Louisville. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Which is only better than Denard Robinson. <laughs> Do you remember my, that picture of mine that had Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, in the jerseys. Yeah, it was so yeah, good. Yeah. So at 18, would you be mad if they took Bijan? It depends on who we Bijan took. Bijan Robinson, six. running back, Texas. If we got one of the three, all right, if we get Jalen, Tyree, or Will Anderson, you can take who you want. But I think we're probably going to end up with like, what's the kid from Oregon, Christian Gonzalez? Gonzalez, yeah. That's probably who we're going to He's going up, around right? six. If we ended up with like Jalen Carter or Will Anderson at six, my best case scenario, and then Joey Porter Jr., corner out of Penn State at but 18, I would be like over the moon. What about, listen, oh, at or, 18? Or Anthony Richardson at six. But, he could be Jalen Hurts. I mean, Joey Porter Jr. is probably the third best corner in the draft, right? He's got that pedigree, though. So he does. His dad was a dog. Dad was a dog. Yeah, I'm not a Steelers was. fan, but man, that guy was nuts. He was yeah. a great player. So I would be upset because I'm not a huge fan of first round running backs. I'm not even a huge fan of second round running backs. I'll but take one in the second round. The Lions seem to miss, but if you say Bijan, I'm hearing Bijan Robinson's better than Saquon Barkley. If you can get Saquon Barkley at 18th, you do it. You do it. Yeah. That well, said, do I don't want to do it. What do we do? Um, I, I guess Swift's kind of already halfway out the door anyways, right? I think they're going to trade him on draft day. If Bijan's there and he's that good in Brad Holmes, I'll trust in Brad Holmes. If he thinks he's that good, yeah. trade Swift away. 
I said initially that they were going to trade back into the first to 31, trade Swift to the Chiefs. Andy Reid would love to have Swift and get Hendon Hooker as a quarterback at Tennessee. I don't mind stashing him. Hendon Hooker's everything I'm reading now, he's going to the Vikings. Oh, really? At, at like 23. 23. He's going to be a first-round pick for sure. Quarterback has the highest bust rate, but it's the most valuable position. There was a there's a draft done by all the sports beat writers from each city, and the only two quarterbacks that were taken were Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, and then the Lions end up taking uh, Anthony Richardson at 18. Dude, if we... I'll would take, you do that? Would you take Anthony Richardson at 18? A million percent. If we got Will Anderson and Anthony Richardson... Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding winning. me? That's like Charlie Sheen winning. Also, I realized I need to quit saying, oh, my God. So oh, much. my God. Oh, my God. I just God. said Charlie Sheen. He was in my head because I sent pun something earlier today I saw online. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I follow some crap stuff on Facebook, and it said someone said, oh, I heard a new saying for when someone rolls a 12. It's four white lines, also known as the Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some people may not get that, but most the, right. you, most of you will. You degenerates will. So, yeah, I cannot wait for the draft. I hope the Lions don't screw it up, but I'm starting to just flat out trust Brad Holmes. He's killing the drafts. Um, all, totally off topic, but on topic. W- what's your meal of choice for the draft? Are you a pizza guy or are you a just whatever stuff makes? Or what, do you, what, what are you doing? Here? No, I... You yeah. need wings? I'm not you really don't a foodie. Have a... I'm not a foodie. Okay. I'll probably so, just make myself a sandwich. Oh, that disappoints me. <laughs> <laughs> but I love chicken wings. There we go. We, we should do an appetizers draft. Oh, 100%. I'm telling you right now. Spoiler alert. I'm trading the house to get chicken wings. Oh, <laughs> garlic parm wings? I'm, I'm trading Kelly it. Kapowski. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, don't go that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing I'll say about the draft is the only other thing that the Lions can do to make me really, really mad. Like, I don't want them to draft a wide receiver, but I wouldn't hate it if they got Quentin Johnson at 18 just because he's supposed to be great. Yeah. But... If they draft a tight end, I'm going to be out of my mind pissed. Uh, well, it sounds like I the, can't the, handle the, any more first round tight ends. No, I think you can get a quality tight end in the second round. This is a pretty deep draft for uh, tight ends, so yeah. I, I think we'll be okay on that. So I did this. This is kind of a fun thing. Um, but I did Lions, and everybody I'm sure does this with their own sports teams, their own NFL team, their sports radio people do it. We've been hearing it for years. But the Lions draft gaffes, just mess ups that they've had. Yep. And I'm not doing all of them. Because I did look up who was the biggest bust of all time. I would say Ryan Leaf. They said Charles Rogers. Ryan Bosworth. <laughs> yeah, all, <laughs> the boss. The boss. That was a great 30 for 30. Yeah. He made some cool action movies for when I was right. 12, though. So 2021 and 2022, Brad Holmes has been our GM, and he's made great picks. Aiden Hutchinson last year, but he did pick him over Sauce Gardner. I know. Who made all, I think he was all pro. Not just yeah. pro bowler, all pro. He was. People made, are saying he's already the best corner in the league. Yeah, he might have been the best corner in the league last year. So we could have gotten Sauce Gardner, who grew up in Detroit, by the way. Michigan, he, Michigan State, let him get away to go to Cincinnati. Yep, and he didn't allow a passing touchdown his entire Crazy. career at Cincinnati. Dude, he's a rookie last year, made all pro. Do you know how good that guy's going to be this coming yeah, year? Yeah, that's. When uh, the game slows down even more. You know the problem is, though, with guys who are generational talents like that, they turn out to be wacko somehow. Mm-hmm. Like I always feel like when you got a guy who's that good, except Aaron Donald, he's yeah, he, he's been that this whole time. But for some reason, guys who are like generationally good, like Antonio Brown, that's who comes to mind with Sauce Gardner, especially wide receivers and corners. It's like it's they the lose their stuff. mind. Yeah. It's their ego. Um, but he seems like a good kid, Detroit kid. So so Hutch is a good pick. Twenty twenty one, good pick. We got Panay Sewell who made an All Pro team this he's year. Gonna be I fantastic. love that guy. He's gonna be so. He was yeah. he was so young when they drafted him. But they did take him over Pat Sertain. Yep. Who Ooh, is, I loved his dad, by the way. And Sertain's the one that they're saying is the other best corner in the league other than Sauce Gardner Yeah. right now and Micah Parsons. So at that point, it just depends on where's the value, at right tackle or defensive end. Micah Parsons probably should have been the pick there. Uh, right tackle that high, though. But right. Micah Parsons, did he win defensive player of the year as a rookie? Yeah, I think he did. I mean. Yeah, he's another generation. So just, just think of the last two guys I said. Imagine having Micah Parsons and Sauce Gardner on the same defense. I know. The two most important positions, edge and, and uh, corner. But they got a vision. They're building from the inside out. I love what they're doing. And I'm okay with it. So then let's just go back. So these are the five drafts previous. I'm going to read you who we drafted. (laughs) This is the Quinn Tricia, Matt Quinn, Matt Patricia, whatever. His face annoys me. How high he wears his pants annoy me. (laughs) This is who we picked and who went after our picks in the first round. Oh, don't do this. Not all the players because I don't want to go too long. But 2020, Jeff Okuda, who we just traded to Philly for a fifth round pick. We took him third overall. Yeah. Too soon, but we could have gotten Justin Herbert. Uh, Just imagine Justin Herbert as a lion right now. So you can go backwards and backwards and backwards. Well, he's about to get paid too, right? If we had Justin Herbert, 
Micah Parsons, Sauce Gardner, we'd be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And Tua also was in that draft. Tristan Wirfs was in that draft. C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson. And even though he went before we picked, I'll just say, why couldn't the Lions have just sucked like we always do when we got in Trevor Lawrence one overall? I know. Just tank for the guy. Yep. 2019, we took T.J. Hawkinson. I hate taking first-round tight ends. He did make a Pro Bowl. I'm tired of it. But it's just not a position of value. They took him over Chris Lidstrom, one of the best offensive linemen in the league, Brian Burns, Dexter Lawrence, Jeffrey Simmons. Just more important positions. Not huge names. That draft, by the way, was absolutely loaded before we picked. Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa, Quentin Williams, Devin White, Josh Allen. Loaded. Loaded. 2018 was your was your quiz question. You, oh, you, yeah. you blew the answer. 20th, we took Frank Ragnow, and that was a loaded draft because Ragnow is one of the best centers in the league. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a great pick. I was in the Dominican Republic, all sauced up at the pool, trying to get the draft on TV, and I and I heard they picked Frank Ragnow. Never heard of him, and I was like throwing shoes at the TV. <laughs> Typical line. Who the hell is Frank Ragnow? And he's a great player. Yeah. Fourteen of the first twenty picks made a Pro Bowl. That draft was wow. loaded. That was eighteen or nineteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Twenty seventeen. We took Jared Davis, linebacker. Jeez. Not good. Do you know who we picked him over? First, Trey Davis White, corner from Buffalo, one of the mm-hmm. top five corners in the league. But if you want a linebacker, hey, maybe go get J.J. Watt's younger brother that the Steelers were linked TJ, to. T.J., you ever heard Watt. of him? Yeah. Defensive player of the year over and over and over. The Lions could have had him instead of Jared Davis. And for no other reason, just because Pittsburgh Steelers want the guy, you should draft the guy. Who was the Florida corner we took? Because uh, Jared Davis was Tease a Florida Tabor. Uh, it was Jared Davis and Tease Tabor. You know Tabor. what? We're signing off. That's Pun it. just ruined my day. It's like, I never wanted to hear man. the word Tease Tabor again. Golly, the guy Bob ran Quinn. a five I nine more tape 40. on that guy than any other player in the history. And oh my god, from they should, the first they day, just fired Quinn that day. Yeah, first day of spring practice, you're like, this guy is terrible. <laughs> right. What? He couldn't have started at Cast Tech. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll say, in 2016, the first seven picks of the draft made the Pro Bowl. Where did we pick at? That one was also loaded. We get we do have Jared Goff from that draft. Okay, all right. But we didn't pick him. We didn't him. pick him. But we took Taylor Decker that draft. We were, Jared we were Goff picking went one later. overall. Right, he went one overall. Yeah. But I will. Last thing I'll say about that draft: second rounder, Chris Jones, the guy that ran with his junk hanging out of his pants, and he's good old Chris Jones. <laughs> when you got a guy running with his junk out, you just draft him, right? We, we talked him, about that before. We call him tripod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he can help us film the podcast. Yeah, no on tripod. <laughs> so NBA stuff I wanted to get to quickly is the Warriors. They seem to be in trouble. Yeah, they do. They're down 2-0, or did they win one to the Sacramento two, Kings? Oh, I, Sac- last, yeah, I think it's 2-0. Or as Shaq calls them, Sacramento Queens. The Sacramento Queens. <laughs> he can get hey, canceled for that what nowadays. What do you think about Dylan Brooks talking junk to LeBron like that? I hate it. He's just trying to make a name for himself. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that type of stuff. I don't see LeBron buying into it. LeBron shouldn't even respond to it. No, he shouldn't. Shouldn't even give the guy the time of day. No. Nope. I wanted to say, we talk, and it's true that it's a guards league all the time. Yes. The top three MVP voting finalists this year, do you know who they are? Uh, I would say Jokic, Embiid, and... Your boy, Giannis. Giannis. Yep. Which so it's Giannis a guards league, and you just named a center, a center, and a power forward. Yeah. But he's not really a true power forward. He's a freak of nature. But it's crazy. You don't hear Trey Young. You don't hear Luka. No. You don't hear Steph Curry. You don't hear any of these guys. So it's weird that we call it a guards league. Yeah, they. I mean, but you got look at those kind of players, though. These guys are freak. Like, those kind of centers never have yeah. existed. So I like the playoffs. I saw something today. Chris Paul and Kawhi Leonard were walking towards each other, and they just did the cold shoulder and, like, bumped shoulders and didn't even look to see and yeah. stuff like that. And I love it because that's how basketball used to be. I love it, All too. All this bro-hugging and everyone's best friends after games, I hate it. I like it when it gets chippy, man. Me, too. I like it when my kids' sporting events get chippy with a degree of class. Sure. Like some chirping, a little talking, <laughs> getting in faces, but not disrespect. Just, Absolutely. Just, just some good competitive Absolutely. junk talking. Someone, I love it. Yeah, then the parent, your, your blood's flowing. Me, too. Shit, I like when my poker game gets chippy. <laughs> <laughs> last thing I'll say about the NBA, this is a cool one. The most finals appearances in the last 30 years. In the last 30 years, this is going back to 1993. Yeah. The Celtics have gone three times, the Bulls four times, the Heat, the Cavs five times, the Heat, Spurs, and Warriors are six each. Yeah. The Lakers have the most with eight. Wow. LeBron James been to 10. Crazy. I know people always bag on him. It is a good bag, but he's been in the NBA Finals 50% of, of a his 20 career. year it's, career. It's unbelievable. If he could close, he, oh. would, he would be the best player of all time. It's the losses in the finals that, that detract. That make it, yeah, yeah but he, no doubt about it. But we always oh, talked about this before. We won't go down that rabbit hole. Just quickly, uh, what happened with your UFC bet? Max Holloway won, and then Aljo and Henry Cejudo fight next week. Nice. Big boxing match. 
this Saturday. By the time you're listening, it'll already be over, and you will see that Tank Davis knocked him out in the fourth round. I was just going to say, don't even tell them who to bet. they got to listen to last week's episode. <laughs> yeah. All right, baby, it's list time. This week's list we're talking about is the that guy tags that we try to avoid at all costs. Don't be that guy. <laughs> and I actually put a lot of effort into my daily life to not be these guys. Yeah. And we don't want to offend anybody. It's okay if you're that guy. We just don't want to be that guy. I just thought about guys <laughs> who annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> the eye roll. Yeah. You said I'm going to go first? Yeah, go first. All right. So the first guy I try to avoid, and I think this will resonate with all men. I try to avoid being the scared of his wife guy. Yeah. yeah I can yeah, upon, yeah. I cannot be around people that are just like cowering in fear around their wives. I got to ask the old ball and yeah, chain. I got to ask, oh, you got to go get permission or oh, she's going to be Shut so up. mad at me. He's like, the best saying I ever heard was, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Correct. I mean, whoever wrote that, I right. wish we were- Right, oh. Tupac. <laughs> Wish we were best friends. People always say all the time, my poker guys are like, man, I can't believe your wife lets you host poker. I'm like, lets me host poker? Yeah, what do you like, mean? It's one of my hobbies. If yeah. she wants to do a hobby, she can just do a hobby. Yeah, it's well, fine. You, you know a lot of people are in relationships with their, when they just don't like each other. That's true. That's probably what the problem my is. My hobbies also are when the kids are either asleep or before they wake up because I play basketball early and I play poker late. Yeah. Sometimes the night before basketball, which is problematic Listen, for me. Listen, we should talk about, you married a gem. You know, what was she eating <laughs> when I walked upstairs? I was talking to Steph. She's just eating th- through a bag of beef jerky like it's nobody's <laughs> business. The peppered barbecue flavor, too. Pun's just staring at her like, hey, you got plans for this Friday? <laughs> I was like, what kind of woman are you? Never met a woman like you before. <laughs> right? So this is, this, is what I, this is why I don't want to be the scared of his wife guy. Because I can't say the word on air, but you just become this little... Punk, yeah, <laughs> and you become like this emasculated male cheerleader. Like, oh, I love my wife and kids, and then, and then, oh, my wife, I'm so scared of her. And the crazy thing about it is, what are women attracted to other than our dashing good looks and our senses of humor? Yeah, I, it's, it's confidence. Confidence. Women are attracted to confidence, then they beat it out of their husbands. Correct. Well, that's because they let their husbands let them, and they let their husbands let them. So they, these guys, they you're attracted to confidence. Maybe he lets you. Maybe it's his fault, not yours. But he loses all of his confidence. Then you're divorced a year later. Yeah, they might tell you they want you to be screech. <laughs> But they always fantasize about AC Slater. That's right. And I apologize that if the divorce rate based on our following <laughs> just went from 50-50 to 51-49. Well, probably my least funny one is the guy who gossips. The gossip guy is the absolute worst. When, oh. when my like, why are you telling people secrets? Why are you telling I only told you that four Thanksgivings ago I took a dump in my grandma's bushes. Why is it on Twitter now? It is- that is such a good one. Why dude. are you? Why don't call me and tell me what Steve told you? He told oh you that in confidence. <laughs> that why are you clucking like hens? I what don't do tell we secrets. Do, do not tell, tell secrets. I don't tell secrets at all. You know what? The only way to move is in silence because they tell people everything. Oh my god, it's so funny! I can't believe I didn't think of that one because you know what I hate is women that gossip. Yeah, and a man but, that gossips is way worse. Way worse. <laughs> the women that gossip is okay. <laughs> Listen, the boys will talk, and there's boy talk, but I'm talking about when somebody confides something in you. Do not immediately pick up the phone and call the next yeah. guy and go, you're not going to believe this. No, I'm not going to believe it because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hang up this on ain't you. an episode of Gilmore Girls. Do not call me with gossip. <laughs> oh, my God. That's such a good one. All right. So my number two, we didn't do them in order. Um, no. But my number two, we, we wanted to get the angry ones out of the way first. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, actually, all of mine are angry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> So my number two one is kind of piggybacks off the sports team from the different cities, guys. It's not the same thing, but I don't ever, I never wanted to be the guy, that guy that wears your team sports shirt to everything. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You mean professional sports? Oh, you're like. <laughs> Just for the record, I only wore the Lions shirt because we were talking NFL draft That's today. good, good, good. But the guys that go to, and it's it's fine to do it sometimes. So I'm not telling you to never have any gear from your team. Yeah, but guys who every time they leave the house are wearing a Michigan shirt or, or a Lions shirt, shirt or a Red Wing shirt. It's like, yeah. if you're married, have her help you. Well, let me have ask you. Have her help you dress a little bit. Let me ask you a question <laughs> that piggybacks on that because I am self-conscious about the high school team gear to my kids' team events. 
every single time is that too much? No, I think that's 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 more an acceptable, acceptable one. Okay, I don't because do I get self conscious about that. Yeah, I just bought one for my son's school, but it was one of those medium extra larges that's shaped like an absolute square. Oh yeah, the worst shirt. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm washing the car in this shirt. Well, I do. My daughter's uh, track team has one shirt that fits me phenomenally, and I would wear it every day if I could. I was really close to ordering a Caitlin Clark jersey just to wear it to the nine innings pub crawl, and I thought it would, be, would be the funniest that, thing. Why would you say that? Why? I'm going to clip that out. All right, clip it out, clip it out. Oh, my God. That would have been so funny. Yeah. Part right. just shows up in Iowa Hawkeyes <laughs> female. It would have the V-neck. And everybody would be like, why does that jersey look so weird? No one would realize it was a women's so jersey. So good. The, the guys that do that, they wear those things, they tend to be the comfort over style guy. Which I kind of it's like. It's all the same guy. thing. I like it too, but I don't to like extent. I don't like the the slovenly all the time. Correct. I just had this talk with my son. You can't be wearing sweatpants with a button fly everywhere you go. Correct. I get it that you're more comfortable, but just I mean, jeans nowadays feel like sweatpants. Just just don't be that guy. And then it's also the guy. It, it goes in line with the mindset of I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah, it's like you should care what people think sometimes. Yeah, so. you'll see that for all my lists, I like to be in the middle on everything. Yeah, everything in life there's a happy medium. You don't want to care too much about what people think, but you also don't want to give two shits. Yeah, you don't want to be in a bathrobe and flip-flops on an airplane, okay? <laughs> or at your daughter's track Or at me. your daughter's track me. No, I'm 100% with you. All right, what you got? My next one's not really that funny, and it may only apply to me, And it, but... Here comes an angry so, rant. No, no, no. This <laughs> is... I almost did this Saturday, and I had to talk myself off. That's roll your sleeves up, guy. All right, listen, fellas, hey. I, you, got, you, got, <laughs> you got two options. You wear a sleeveless shirt, a.k.a. a tank top, or you... Bake in that sun, and you get a farmer's tan like a like, man. Ro- do you roll, roll their sleeves up? Roll like your. A- so there, half of the dads at the track meet on Saturday had their sleeves no. rolled up because they were getting farmer's tans. Look at this farmer tan. That's impressive. Okay, all right. So <laughs> do you and, just flex for the camera. Oh no! I also thought, but that's another reason is if you work out and your biceps look halfway good, it adds a douchey element like you're rolling your sleeves up to show your biceps off sir it's like don't do not you either wear a tank top or you wear a damn shirt because then your tan matches then if someone sees you they're like oh that guy wore a tank top and he works out right but if they see you without the farmer's tan but the sleeve rolled up tan they're like that guy's a douche that guy's a douche right yeah and it was arm day last saturday too so my biceps had a little bit of a bump (laughs) you should go up to those guys and be like excuse me sir when you're at the beach and you're and you're tanning on your back do you also undo your bikini top yeah, to, make sure you don't, to make sure you don't have any lines so i didn't know if other people thought of this or other people see that at sporting events or just out in public like on a day that just becomes ridiculously hot look and notice the guy in a levi strauss t-shirt and his arm sleeves yeah, you, are rolled you just ruin sporting events for me i'm gonna, I'm gonna notice this <laughs> yeah. everywhere from now on don't be that guy what about the 80s guy that rolls up a pack of cigarettes no that shirt, guy's though? the man that guy- <laughs> a pack of marlboro reds that guy's what? the man that guy's the, the old man. cowboy killers driving an el camino <laughs> give, me, give me two packs <laughs> Cowboy killers a day, baby. All right, what do you got? All right, so my third one is, and I probably do this sometimes because I love to talk and I like to conversate and I like to go back and forth, back and forth, just like what I want this podcast to be, but I don't want to be the one-upper guy. Oh, man. One-upper guy isn't someone like you and me that just kind of like go back and forth and That's banter. what I was going to ask you. Banter is good. One-upper guy. So this is the quality that I don't like about one-upper guy. I, I type this out. They don't actually listen to you. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. To respond. And it's right. not only obvious in what they say back to you that they didn't hear what you just said, but you can see if you're looking at their eyes at Mr. One Upper, you can see the moment that they realize they have a one up. Oh, and yeah. And their eyes gloss over and they kind of move a little bit and they're no longer looking at you. They're in their own universe thinking about how they're going to one up. They're already holding the ass. conversation in their own head. <laughs> they're holding the future conversation okay. in their own head. So you. And when that starts to happen, I'm like, I can't be in a conversation with one upper it guy. It distracts you, right? And I try my hardest to not be one upper guy. Because I tell stories upon stories upon That's stories. That's what I was going to ask life. you. So, all right, people like us, because I talked a little bit to you about this before, I tend to do that when people are telling me things, especially if they're telling me embarrassing things, I will tell a similar story that I have experience with, but I do that to make them feel comfortable. And I also like tell stories to like relate to people. Sure. I don't mean to one-up them. Is that one-upping them? No, no, no. That's not one-upping them. Okay, good. One-upping good, good. them is like, I'll give you the example. And I like this guy. I used to work with him. <laughs> His name's Mark, so I hope that he listens because it's funny. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. The one-upper guy is when you say you like something and they start a sentence, for example, with, no, 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 no. You've never had. Oh, okay. Yeah, like if you, yeah, yeah, like yeah, So yeah. the example I gave you, and this is just a funny, friendly story, but we were in the cafeteria at my old company and I just got back from Mexico. 
we were talking about a steakhouse, a business trip, Mexico. And I was like, oh, I had this steak. And he's like, no, 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 no. You've never had a, a good steak until you've had. And it's like. <laughs> you Wait, so you know what my taste buds have had? <laughs> you already in six seconds of talking? No. Exactly. That's a great point, too, that he knows how you your taste buds work. You've so never like, had a steak. And then we get into tequila. And I could see the gloss happen as soon as I said, because it was my first trip to Mexico. I didn't realize. So in Mexico, do you realize that they do? Tequila is good in Mexico. I've never been to Mexico, by the way. I've been to Mexico like 10, 15 times for business. One upper guy. <laughs> no, no, no. You've no, never been to no, a country no, you've never been to Mexico. <laughs> so in Mexico, the tequila is good. The tequila is smooth. My friend Mauricio got me a bottle. Phenomenal. I know Mauricio, right? Didn't I meet Mauricio? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he said he knows you. He was yeah. texting. Yeah. Yeah, I like so, him. He said, everybody likes Mauricio. Yeah, guy's a man. <laughs> that, oh, that was he, he listens. Yeah, I like Mauricio. What's up, dude? He uh, he got me a bottle of tequila, and I was talking about it, and I was like, oh, Mauricio was so nice. He got me this bottle of tequila, brought him from Mexico, and, and uh, immediately I see the guy's eyes gloss, shift to the right a little bit. I'm like, I lost him. I'm about, oh. to, I'm about to hear about the best tequila in the world. <laughs> you never had Patron Platinum. Listen to me. This is exactly the conversation. It was in the same conversation as a steak, and he goes, no, 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 Adam, listen. <laughs> You've never had tequila until you until you've had this tequila, and he calls me Adam. Oh my god! <laughs> His name is Mark. So you know what my reply is? I go, yeah, Mike. I, I, <laughs> I prefer the tequila Mauricio got me. <laughs> I love that. All right, what's your number three? My next one is kind of going piggybacking off your first one. That's overly emotional men. All right. Ooh, that's me. Fellas. Pun hates me. Let me tell you something. Every time you're in the car and an Adele song comes on, <laughs> stop crying. That's not me. Don't ever cry. <laughs> there's two there's two scenarios your wife should ever see you cry. One, you lose a loved one. We get it. Let the tears flow. Two, you're watching a movie. It's Rocky. Mickey dies. I get, but that's yeah. a terrible moment. Other than that, absolutely never cry in front of oh, your wife. Stop man. crying over everything. And funerals, obviously. Funerals, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Overly emotional. <laughs> if I ever, if I'm driving and I hear an Adele song coming out of someone's window, <laughs> dude, I look over and they're bawling. It's like this guy can't control his emotions for nothing. <laughs> There's only <laughs> I said fire. And he's just <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> like right. that scene in uh, Tommy Boy when they're like, "You can change it if you want to." When they're when him and Richard are driving, yeah, yeah, driving. You know, it's fine if you like it. And then the next <laughs> scene they show they're, they're both singing and bawling ball, their eyes out. Yeah, the overly emotional guys. Like, come on, bro. We don't. Yeah. We don't always want to hear about your feelings. Okay, I get it. You had a bad day at work. Like, suck it up, yeah. dude. Oof. I don't want to hear about your problems all the time, and neither does your wife. Guarantee that guy's scared of his wife, guy. A hundred percent. Absolutely. A hundred percent. She knows that if somebody breaks in the house, <laughs> she's got to go check it she out. She probably sleeps on the side of the bed closest to the door yeah. in case someone does break into the house. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, there's somebody here. Can you go check yeah. it out, please? I think the the uh, safe has your thumbprint on it for the gun. Unacceptable, sir. Yeah. So my number four, and I had to say this for number four because this is actually maybe these next two are maybe my number ones, but I wanted to go in like reverse order. My number four is the guy, the old guy, because I'm old now. I'm 41. Same. I don't feel old, but I'm getting there. The guy who thinks that every bartender or waitress actually likes him. Oh no. It's like watching a train wreck for me. Not yeah. only don't I want to be that guy, it's painful to watch. Yeah. Those people. Yeah. So the guy, and, and it gets even worse when you think that money increases how hot you are to these. They for sure think strippers like them. Because then they get creepy. And I, I have that written down. I said it in particular at strip clubs. I was, yep. I swear to God, I'm not going to out the guy. I was on a bachelor party once in our 20s, young 20s. And we had this waitress. She wasn't, she wasn't a dancer. She's just a waitress hanging out at our table. And she goes, she's just hanging out, sitting on his lap, blah, 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 getting tips. She leaves. And he's like, dude, I think I'm in love. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like. He's like, seriously? And I was like. What? With, with, with her? Oh I was like, you know, she's just doing her job. He's like, no, no, I think we're really making a connection. And I was like, this can't be real life. Oh, no, man. <laughs> no, I'm I'm super. I was uh, like, someone give this guy enough shots to black him out so he doesn't remember who yeah, this girl yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You cannot I'm, be that guy. I'm super sensitive of that. In fact, where I've left the bar a few times and a buddy will be like, dude, she was into you. Where I just automatically assume she's gaming me for it. Like, yeah. she's being friendly. She's being nice. Yeah. She wants a decent tip. Like, she's sure. a bartender. That's her job. That's fine. That's her job. And it's fine for you to flirt a little bit. Flirt a little bit. You got, yeah, you can be charismatic. Absolutely. You can be charismatic about it. You can be funny about it. My wife knows I flirt with everyone. 
every bartender in Dearborn. Yeah, right. The bartenders in Dearborn, I hope they're all listening. They know <laughs> I flirt with them. But you got to kind of do it in a creative way. You yes. Can't, there's a difference between being creepy old guy and By funny. By the way, that waitress was totally into me who played Big Pun four or five times in a row. She was totally <laughs> in. She was in love with me. She was in love I with think me. so, too. <laughs> Thank you. I was on the set. I was like, Pun, she's actually giving you yeah, the actual but eyeball. I, but I dismissed it, though, right? You I did. Was just like, you did. Because I'm just like, she's a waitress, Doesn't want to be that guy. She does. She's, she wants a tip. The thing is, I don't want to demean her as a waitress, but if she likes you, the next time you go in, she'll flirt with you again. Correct. You can't be the guy that goes to a place once, a bartender flirts with you, and you think they love you. Yeah, you start becoming a regular, like 6 p.m., you're in there for the uh, meatloaf special. Uh, <laughs> like, what do you, come on, bro. Have you had the fish and chips? <laughs> yeah. You're talking to other patrons. Hey, have you guys had the fish and chips You know they there? whisper, like, dude, stop flirting with that guy. He for comes in every sure. day now. For sure. It must be such a give and take for them because they want the tip too, right? Yeah. Especially when you're talking about strip club guy. Those weird guys that walk around acting like sultans. Uh, strip club guy, you know, yeah, the strip club guy's got to be the worst. I don't, I'm not a huge strip club fan. Neither am I. I, um, uh, I actually almost put guy who hates strip clubs because there is only a few scenarios where strip clubs are fun. Bachelor party you're, or you're in Vegas. There's some scenarios where yeah. it's fun with a group, yeah. right? If it's, you're alone, it's creepy. But the guy who obnoxiously goes out. Oh, strip clubs aren't my thing it's like oh so if we're at a bachelor party and there's 15 of us you're not going to a strip club yeah no those things gross me out it's like i hate that guy guess where i i absolutely hate that <laughs> guess guy where I fall on it. in the middle do you right in the middle i don't want to go necessarily but if, if that's where the group's going i'm in a hundred i there's never been a day in my life where i woke up and went hmm, i could use a strip club today yeah, you know what i want to do today have breakfast and but head to the titter if seven <laughs> of my guy friends are like hey we're heading to Dollar yeah, Drinks over at right. such and such. I'm in. I'm in. I don't want to out him, but German Martin, when he was in town last <laughs> summer. <laughs> I don't want to out him, but Social Security number when 379. Was, yeah, that's right. When he was in town, I was like, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to golf and I want to go to a titter. And I was like, in and in. In, in and in. And it's acceptable. There was this guy at the club that night that was the creepy guy. He's in a booth all by himself. Like two, oh, two girls on each side has a fifth of vodka and a fifth of Jameson, probably like a liter of each. Those, so those probably cost 300 bucks each yeah. in, in the club. The girls are the only ones taking shots. He doesn't drink a single drop. I was like, oh, this guy's oh, giving me like the willies, man. Dude, I kind of want to hug those guys because it's like, you know, he's so <laughs> deprived of love. He's the guy I don't want breathing on me in the bathroom. Imagine being, this is going to get I'd rather give the, I'd rather give the bathroom attendant a hug than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's so deprived of love. He's just hanging out with strippers. No, I think it's a. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I think it's a power thing. Dark. I, think, I think it's a power thing. Oh, you think it's more of like a okay? He's in that, charge. He's in control. Good. That makes me like him less. Though. <laughs> good. All right. What do you got for number four? My next one is obnoxious sports parent. All right. Uh, this was I, on both of our yeah. lists, but I knew you were going to take it, so I, I declined. Yeah, it's like I always think back to the interview with Kobe Bryant, and he talks about the thing that stood out the most to him as a kid was that his dad, who was Joe Jellybean Bryant, by the way, professional overseas <laughs> for many years, and then played in the NBA. This is an really? uh, yeah. This is a professional basketball player whose kids are in sports. He never said a word. He never undermined the ref. He never undermined the coach, who most of the time as a volunteer, the refs get paid 20 right, bucks. Right. He's never screaming. This is a professional athlete. So what makes you Bob the Carpenter <laughs> think you know how to defend the screen and roll? So much so that uh, you have to undermine your coach. And so hockey bad. moms, quit getting your husbands in fights. Knock it off. <laughs> Stop screaming at the icebox. It's so bad. Why? Crazy sports parent is crazy. I think they're living through their kids. They're living vicariously through their kids and club sports. I don't mean to disrespect people. My daughter currently plays club volleyball. She played right. club soccer for many years. Her mom wants her in it, and I'm just like, go with the flow type of guy. Club sports parents, some of them are cool. Some of them are crazy. Bro. Yeah, they're ridiculous. I was at soccer when my daughter was like nine, okay? This is a real conversation that happened in Royal Oak, Michigan. She played for Roysa, just a youth soccer. Anybody can play. And then she gets into club. They have to pay for it. It's travel. Yeah, it's I'm a big commitment. Big commitment. It's nine and a half months of the year. It's I'm, insane. And I'm just small talking with this dude, right? And he's like, yeah, you know, these these travel sports are so good for the kids. I wish we had them when we were young. And I was like, eh. yeah, I enjoyed playing in high school with my friends. And he goes, yeah, but if I want my daughter to make Team USA, she's got to play this. Well, does your daughter want to make Team USA? Have you considered <laughs> that, sir? I was like, do you know how many girls make Team USA? <laughs> like 12. Out of the whole pool of soccer <laughs> players. And then he looks at me. This is socially awkward guy, which I should have put on my list. People who don't have social skills to know yeah. not to say things. He goes, yeah, but some of these parents come up from these Royce soccer leagues and their kids don't know what the hell they're doing. And they're bringing my daughter down. And I was, and he's like, so where'd you come from? And I was like, Royce, Royce jerk. Yeah, it's. Can you even believe this? 
They're just pompous, arrogant. It's I think they have nothing else going on. Like you have to let your kids figure out if they want to play or not. Listen, I love yeah. sports more than anyone on earth. And this is the first year I coached my son's basketball team and he played. He hasn't wanted to play anything. And you have to let them figure it out or they will hate it. Absolutely. You screaming at the $22 paid ref is making your kid yeah. hate this. You know what I, so at the track meet at the two mile, I noticed I was clapping. The two for, mile is painful. Very it's painful. To be removed from track. It's, it's, it's the cross worst. country. So there were a couple of kids from Carlson who were, they got lapped. I'm clapping for them and telling them, good job, keep up. Like, That's if you're good. not a supportive parent of kids, of kids yeah. I don't care if they went to a different school, you creep. Yeah. They're in high school. I was at one of my daughter's travel soccer games. Another horrifying true story. And I was always the guy, I don't like to sit with the whole group of parents. But it's just because I don't like to get overly involved in the emotions. Yeah. Because I'm I'm into it for my kid, and I don't want to be that guy. I try to avoid being that guy. So I always just walk in and just bag chair as soon as I get in. It's yep. close, right get there. comfortable. I, I just get comfortable and bag chair. I don't care who I'm around. And then I kind of whisper under my breath about what she's doing. I'm in the visiting stands this one time. And one of the kids body checks this other girl from behind and like blasts her out of bounds. And so the moms from this team, it was like, it wasn't a clean play, but it was a hard play and it happened. Soccer is a very physical sport. Right. The right. moms are like, get that little B word back. And I was oh like, oh my God. I did. I look at them and I'm like, I'm like, these are our kids. These are just kids that you're screaming at. And you know what their response to me was? You're on the visiting team. You're in the wrong stands. Get out of here. Yeah. They, they have nothing like, going on. They was, have nothing else going on. I was life. like, you know what? I gotta get, I can't, I can't be involved in this life. You know what? I also think with crazy sport parent is their life is so good. They're making problems up. It's like, you're oh, looking for things a, to be upset about. That is a legit theory. We're going on a bit of a, a rabbit hole, <laughs> but don't be the up not like, stop yeah. it, man. This is not about you and your freaking fan club. This is about your kid <laughs> trying to learn how to be a part of a team. And what's up with the snacks? Oh, my daughter had a tennis match yesterday, a tennis match. And they had to bring Cheez-Its and Rice Krispies treats and I Capri Suns. I'm like, what are you guys, seven? I just had this conversation um, today. Just bring a water bottle meet. and a granola bar. We have a sign-up genius for snacks. It's like, first of all, my kid doesn't eat any of their snacks. Which Karen started the snack list? Oh, God. It's always super parent, too, <laughs> right? Uh, but my kid always texts me and says, hey, she always wants fruit snacks for the carbs and the sugar, right? She always wants a little something pick. But anyways, long story short, I'm always picking up side snacks. So I got to cater to the group and then I got to go spend an additional $12, $15 on snacks. It's like, no, I'm not I'm not feeding little Tommy. You can get a carrot somewhere else. Sorry. <laughs> Sports parents, just go to the events, sit in your chair, keep 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 yourselves yeah, a little bit. Bring your cheer, kid cheer his own peanut butter sandwich if he wants one. <laughs> All right. So my fifth and final one is perfect gym body guy. Talk to me. So which I'll never get there, but <laughs> why do you think the camera's only from here up? On yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So not that I have a problem with them. I just don't want to be that guy. And I'll tell you why. In order to have that perfect gym body, your life has to be sort of lame. People say, let's go to this restaurant. You can't. They say, let's go have well, beers. You, you can't. Oh, I disagree. I think you can. And no, you're kind of right. When you're in to your 40s, if you have beers once yes. a week, you're going to get a little bit of an inner tube. Yeah. It's just physics. But you're those guys are also taking a little something extra, right? You're not getting yeah, a, a perfect body so. in your 40s without taking a little gear. But you're right. You're sacrificing drinks, fun, yeah. which is why I got a little bit of a belly still. <laughs> All right. I mean, for the amount of days that you're in a Vegas pool, like 10 a year maybe, right. five a year compared to the amount of days you're like... Sorry, I can't go with you to watch that UFC fight at B-Dubs because my calories are up for the day. I'm like, come on, man. Just yeah, that can, have that can, some fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why I think now, again, I want to be in the middle. I don't want to be huge, you know, guy that just eats whatever You got to take some care of yourself. You got to take some care of yourself. Agreed. That's why I realized that the dad bod, that's why the dad bod is so successful. That's, it's very successful. Because you are the combination of both. You're fun. Yeah. You're outgoing. You work yeah. out and take care of yourself just enough to have that perfect dad Listen, bod. Listen, in the right light, with the right shirt at the right angle, I can look a little jacked. Okay, <laughs> jacked. But ten. at the wrong angle, yeah, with the wrong lighting, put me in a pressed pair of slacks and a button-up shirt tucked in too tight, and I <laughs> yeah. look like Uncle Rico. That's right. <laughs> I look like but, one of the old Italian men on uh, Goodfellas. You, you know what my happy medium for that is? Uh, I do watch my calories and I do watch what what I'm putting in my body. But if I'm having a bad day and say I'm eating 2,500 calories that day, I'm eating 2,500 calories of straight up garbage. <laughs> 
I'm talking pizza. Con likes two. Th- he goes for the two first. Two frosties. Two, two frosties, milkshakes. Two, two chicken sandwiches. That's right. If I'm having a bad day, we're going twofer. But I gotta say, one of my biggest fears in life are the man boobs. That's why I do my push-ups every morning. Oh man! Mine... As soon as I roll out of bed, forty push-ups because I am terrified of the man boobs. Yeah. No, you gotta do incline press. Oh, is it incline? Incline. Incline press. It is. Yep. What feet up on the bed? Uh, your back up. Okay. Right. I'm doing it. Uh, dumbbells too better. Terrified of the man boobs. My fifth one is, or actually my first, however you want to call it, <laughs> is road rage guy. Oh, sir. Scary. You're yelling at a mother of five <laughs> in a town and country who's doing 52 in the slow lane. Her kids are throwing chicken nuggets at her. What's your <laughs> end game here? You want to? You want her to pull over and fist fight you, Ted? What do you want to? She's mom gonna to be do? right behind you with the next red light. <laughs> you're you're know, not getting ahead. You know who uh, Road Rage guy is? Road Rage guy is for sure guy who kicks the kitchen cabinet or punches the wall when he gets into an argument with oh, bang and just like punches the wall. <laughs> Can't control his emotion. Guy. Sound effects. Sound effects. Yeah, Road Rage guy is scary because yeah, it's a real be. thing. Yes. Yeah. Are you really getting that far ahead in traffic? Never. You never do. It's actually one of my pet peeves when people fly through my neighborhood going like 35, 40 miles an hour down the streets. Yep. My grandpa, my late grandpa, I got, I got to tell this bad ace story about my grandpa. I told him this when he was back when he was alive. I said, man, the people in my neighborhood just fly up and down my street. It drives me crazy. And he said, people used to do it in his neighborhood. He has seven kids. He's like, and I would scream at this. He was, <laughs> till the day he died, he was that guy in his front porch screaming, slow down. Slow down. Love that guy. Now, it's a little dangerous because you can come across a road rage guy, but he was he was porch rage guy. So he walks up with the same car every day. You know, they grew up in the city where you, you know, not everybody had garages, a lot of cars on the street. So kids were darting in and out yeah. of cars. Dangerous stuff. Anyhow, this guy's flying up and down every day. He said, one day, Andrew, I just went to my garage. Now, mind you, he's a retired and deceased police officer. So you got to understand, this is back when men were men. Yeah, this is in the 60s. This, this, this is, is in this the 60s, a man. 50s and 60s. He goes and gets a garden rake out of his garage. Yeah, I told you he was a man. The guy starts to fly down the street. My grandpa screams, slow down, tosses the garden rake in front of the guy's <laughs> like, car. Like some straight up spike strips? Straight up spike I strips. I love that. Guy's the guy runs the garden rake over, slams the brake on, jumps out, gets in my grandpa's face, and is like, what the hell? I just hit that garden rake. And he goes, yeah, and it could have been one of my kids. And I yell at you every day. And he and he shoved the guy off and goes back up on it, grabs the portrait, and goes up onto his porch. I was like, Love Dude. it. I was Such like, a good story. I was like, you're my hero for life. Yeah, that's what men could be. For men. life. I have so many grandpa stories I could tell, well, but that's it for that what one. What age did you realize? Because I feel like we were all kind of react to people in car guy for a while. Like somebody do something dumb and you'd scream at them. Yeah. I, like I probably 10 years ago just was driving and had like a profound moment where I was like, what exactly do I want to happen here? What's the best case scenario? This guy pulls over. I fight him. Exactly. Maybe he's got a gun. He shoots me. Exactly. Like no matter what happens, this ends badly. Plus, why am I yet? Well, no matter what happens. Plus, what are you going to do? You're going to get to work. You're all worked up. You're angry. Like, yeah, happy, it, you, it solves nothing. Just go Bob Marley, man. Yeah. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got to get into our goodbyes. Uh, I have the last thing I have is the nine innings, nine pub crawl uh, is almost complete. We have eight lined up. We got a pretty good map of where we're going and how we're doing it. We're, we're putting the finishing touches on it right now. Last thing I got is... We, sorry, I'm checking the anchor page. We did add some people, some okay. listeners. So thank you to Mauricio. What's up, Mo? We got Mexico. Yes, sir. <laughs> we also added, we added, we did add New York State also. The state of New York. state of New York. I'm trying to keep track of which ones we added. I also want to thank my Uncle Joe. He's not really, he's an uncle, but my mom's oldest at 12, as I said, huge family. So he's always like an older brother to me because he's, yeah. he's actually younger than my brother, which is crazy. My mom and grandma were pregnant at the same time. It's the funniest picture. Dude, that's fantastic. Crazy. My mom's holding her firstborn. She's like beaming. My grandma's holding her 12th and she's like falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to thank him. He reached out to me when I said anybody that does videos. So he runs the page. So it's Pylon Elements Woodworking. He called me. He texted me. He told me how he does the speed videos, what he uses, the GoPros, the software, how to use it. We talked for a while yesterday. I love catching up with him, but I want to thank him very much for that. And you guys should check out his videos. It's on Pylon Elements Woodworking on the Instagram. On IG. His videos are really, really good. Yeah, that is awesome. So oh, check him out. Uh, so I guess if people haven't figured out, we are both kind of going down that rabbit hole of video and we're figuring out how to do the editing. It's a lot of work to figure out. Like there's a lot of work that goes into yeah. these clips and posting videos, but they're coming soon. We're figuring it out. We, we just didn't yeah, record the full list actually. Yeah, we're recording right now. Just to, for me, I'm not going to release this. I just want to do, you've got to goof around with the editing software and figure things out so that's that's what i'm doing yep video coming soon otherwise until then like share subscribe star us subscribe us what else you got pun anything that's it for me peace